Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre. It's no going wants... wrong. Shut up. Oh, it's gone wrong. Bell Hensink. And with me, all the way across the pond from the land of the Red Dragon is the unflappable Mr. Stephen Parsons. That intro went a bit wrong tonight, didn't it? Why? How do you, you know got, I didn't mean to say that? How do you, you know? Got, you just got carried you know? away. You, you just know? got carried. Statistics. Yeah. Yo, don't give me... <laughs> what a crack statistics is, let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, we should get the professor onto the show. We'll have a, a statistics special next no, week. No, I, I put him in his place and in, in, uh, the show. Oh, yeah. Is that a, did you put him in his place? Is that a, a definite or is that just a statistical probability? No, no, I know because I was and based uh, on what sample I don't need a bunch of crap from the internet to tell me what is real and what is not real. Uh, nobody used internet crap i use scientific data to uh, respond today right well i actually did field work which is far beyond you yeah looking looking out the window and seeing three cows as you drive past does not constitute scientific research we actually drove to a farm <laughs> do they have any farms on yeah, anyway, I think we have a guest so why don't we get on well we'll get round to him we'll get round to him he's seen yeah, plenty yeah. of cows but you come back from australia they have cows in australia uh, one or two. But yeah, you're absolutely right. We do have a guest, the raconteur, paranormal investigator, star of Haunting Australia. Uh, what else? Well, I'm not sure, quite sure what else I've missed. Radio host, uh, actor, and like me, bald guy with a beard. Uh, good evening, Ray Jordan. Good evening, Steve, and good evening, Ron. It's great to be back. Oh, great to have you. And I have to admit, I've actually watched the show, so that's that's a great thing. <laughs> Oh, because great. We've got a good rating then. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You know what? I don't watch paranormal shows on, on the whole uh, because mostly I tear them apart if I do. Um, but this one I enjoyed uh, immensely. It was fun. And uh, it, it's an interesting team that you have there, uh, Ray, as well. And, and I want to talk a little about you, too. But uh, uh, the, the team was interesting. Uh, you, you have psychics and paranormal investigators and some other guy who I'm not quite sure what he is. Who's that? <laughs> Which one's that? I'm not sure. I'm <laughs> just looking at the pictures of them on the, uh, the Haunting Australia webpage, And I've never seen such a scary bunch of investigators in all my life. Oh, come on, Steve. But you have to admit, we look good. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. I mean, well, you bring, you bring up the class in, in, in the show. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're wearing a tie and yeah. a suit and, that's, you know, and a waistcoat. That looks really neat. But, I mean, you know, there's a scary, <laughs> there's a scary guy up front. Yeah. I don't know what Ian's done to his eyes, bless him. Um, it's a demonology. That's what happens when you deal with demons. Looks like he's gone back no, with the I, eye line. 
I think it was the case of, of flying with Ian on a 24-hour flight to Australia, and I continually poked him in the eye because he wouldn't shut up, to be honest. <laughs> what did you poke him in the eye with, Ray? An eyebrow pencil. <laughs> uh, yeah, go on. I must confess. Yes, I did. Go on. <laughs> and I see Rob Demarest at the front of the, uh, the, front of the pack there because he's heading over to the UK, uh, to Northern Ireland uh, next week, I think to conduct yes, his yes. own mini tour. Um, do you know him? Wait a minute, do you know him, Stephen? I don't know, Rob, no. He wouldn't speak to the likes of me. Uh, who oh, else? come you... on. Do you know what? I've, I've known Rob for... Oh God, I can't tell, tell you how many years. And I see Rob as, you know, my mate. I don't see him as Rob from the telly. Um, he's a great guy, you know. And uh, he's just been over here in the UK doing some events, a week-long back-to-back you know, mm-hmm. events, and then he's just gone back home, and then he's flying back uh, to Ireland. Yes. I, I have to admit, though, I was watching the show, and I almost spit out my tea when Rob turns to the psychic, because uh, he's trying to get EVPs, and he gets crap. And he turns to the psychic, and, and uh, of course, she's talking to the spirit. Tell it as it is, Ron. Tell it as it is. She's, going, <laughs> she's talking to the spirit, and so Rob turns to the psychic and says, I'm not happy with you, and I'm not happy with the spirits. Like, I almost spit my tea. I was like, okay. <laughs> do, you, do you know what? As, as much as, you know, we were there to, to investigate and what have you, we did bring some, like, humor to, to the show. Uh-huh. Um, everyone's got their own kind of unique character. Um, you know, we tried to keep it real, you know, and, and yeah. this was a whole group. By, by the time we, we all met in Australia and, and we all – um, filmed in Australia, we'd been kind of solidly talking for like nine months beforehand. So we'd bonded pretty much as a team, um, a, a kind of little family, if you will. Um, so it was great to investigate. How can I say it? It felt like you were investigating with your mates and you weren't doing actually doing a TV show, even though you know there were a few cameras there and a few other people mm-hmm. as the crew. It, it, it just had that kind of, you know, friendly... Um, investigation meetup, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's why I think the humor came through as well. So, I mean, you did that other show too from the UK, right? I forget the name of it. Uh, whatever. But so how, do, <laughs> how does this show vary from the other one? Well, well, the, well one the, extra person for a start, Ron, the six in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is <laughs> great work, Steve. <laughs> See, I can so count. I can look at the screen and count. Yeah, statistics. Yeah, normally, normally, Steve would be on the end of my time. Yeah, I'm getting my own back tonight, Ray. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, with the Paranormal Five, we, we kind of investigated in, in the daytime, but in Australia, um, obviously, it was late at night, and, and we did the most amazing, you know, locations from. Um, abandoned, abandoned asylums, jails. Um, we spent the night on an island in Sydney Harbour. You know, all sorts, all sorts. And, and it, it differs greatly, you know. I had more kind of thrilling experiences in Australia than, than I did doing the other show. Okay. And they also brought in this kind of psychic versus science angle, which was intriguing as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to bring... I think the, the whole premise of the show, we wanted to get an international cast together. Um, everyone brought something different to the table. Um, psychics working with, with, with you know, technology. Um, we wanted to um, 
you know, obviously get get evidence what what they hear. Obviously, we can't hear, but if we can hear what they hear on EVP, it'd be great. And what I do like about the show, especially is is, is one of our psychics called Raylene Cable. She's a very well known psychic in Australia. You know, she wasn't one of these psychics that just kind of went round and said, oh, it's cold here, cold there, it's cold there, you know, and all that kind of woo-woo. She went out and she had a camera, she had a dictaphone, and she wanted to, you know, investigate and capture evidence that, that she was hearing, if it was possible. You know, and I think she did a great job. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was, you know, like I said, I, I, I found it intriguing. I really did, and and uh, I'm not easily impressed. So there you go. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes it worked. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it worked, and sometimes it didn't. You know, it's like any TV show. It's trial and error. This is the first season. You know, things will, will go great. Things will go wrong. But that's the nature of TV, and it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? It is. And, and I have to admit the, the, that the Brits actually carried the uh, the show, too. Um <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, not everyone can look that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, and the thing that was interesting about you, and as soon as I I saw you on the show, I, I instantly thought of Steve, because you quoted a a uh, a person who Steve uh, associates with quite a bit, and that would be Harry Price. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I I, I think <clears throat> what I wanted to try and do, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, was kind of go old school to to go as old school as possible, and I didn't really have you know enough um, bits and pieces you know of, of equipment to do that. But I tried to you know I didn't want to go techie because there was about three techie people on the team already. Mm-hmm. You know I just wanted to go with a dictaphone, a camera, uh, some trigger objects. I just wanted to go basic. And could I get any evidence? You know that would you know that the techie guys would get you know the, in the first episode for instance i was sent into the house on my own and um woodford academy and within six seconds we worked it out i've got an evp you know mm-hmm. and i think that's that's pretty good going oh absolutely so is it is it different ghost hunting in australia versus uk oh i think so you know i i've and, and people can, you know, pan me down for this, but I've always said that um, I, I've, I've never been scared. I've never been frightened. I've been spooked and I've had, you know, jumpy moments or queenie moments, Steve, as you probably put them. Um, you know, I'm not rising hands. to the bait tonight. I'm being, I'm being very good. Well, there's a first. Um, but then I got to Australia and the kind of the, the ballpark changed. You know, the locations were bigger i was in a different country i was working with it you know even though they were great friends um and they still are uh, i was working with a different team a different production company i was out of my comfort zone you know and some of these locations did you know i don't know if i, I did it to myself but you know some of these locations were pretty scary i thought uh, and we all kind of had different experiences and we had different outcomes with you know the experiments that we were doing so you and you and Steve actually worked together, right? Before? No, no, no. We no, we haven't had no? the pleasure yet. No, uh, really? Ray and I have. Ray no, and I have not had spoken. Steve yet. No, 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 he hasn't. Uh, Ray <laughs> and I have spoken on a number of occasions because Ray hosts night the haunted nine one one show here in the UK, mm-hmm. and uh, he's had the dubious <laughs> honour of of uh, 
invited me to be his guest. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that, that. Unfortunately, so far, that's the, that's the extent of our work together. Um, it would be good, obviously, to have worked out, have the opportunity. But I think at the moment here in the UK, particularly, the, there isn't really the opportunities uh, to get together to work on projects because mm. projects are, are much fewer and far between. Um, you know, we and they are. And and I also think, Steve, that that people are uh, for some reason. I don't know if you feel the same thing, but the paranormal field in the UK, everything, everyone seems to be in their own little groups, and kind of they've got a wall around that group, and they don't let people in. Yeah, they call it pari- paranormal unity over here. <laughs> oh, is that what it is, Steve? Sorry yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing, the other thing as well is most uh, most groups, of course, now have their own YouTube channels and their very own sort of YouTube television series and. Uh, wrapped up in their own their own sort of uh, scramble for media fame. <laughs> Can't think why. Yeah. yeah I, 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 do these people honestly imagine that being on television is in any way glamorous or 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 you know I've never understood this desire for celebrity. I, I don't think it gives you any more credibility in your role. And uh, and I you know I find I find it you know. Being in front of cameras, yeah, you can get into some nice places, but you know, it, it's a lot of standing around doing not very much, and it gets in the way of doing what I really want to do, which is if I'm at a location that's interesting and haunted, I'd rather be looking for the ghost than playing around in front of a camera. No, you are right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I'll give you for instance, Australia. I was there nearly two and a half, nearly three months, and in that time, I had four days off, Steve. You know, I was tired. I was, you know, we were flagging. We kept our motivation up together because, you know, we, we, we were all there for each other. You know, and there is lots of standing around, setting up shots, doing, you know, pieces to camera. You know, the, as much as you have a good opportunity to visit these places, like you said, and, and you know, maybe travel the country and film in different areas or, or what have you, it isn't glamorous at all. And no, I don't it's, consider it's absolutely myself. not. You're dead right. It's not. It's not. I don't consider myself any different from any other person listening to the show or any other person in the paranormal field. I'm just a guy who happens to do a few bits and pieces on TV. I'm still me, you know. I'm not on my own backside or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? I still, I still you know, I still get shopping on my own or with mother, you know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, you know, I'm so grounded. I'm, I'm practically flat. I won't change, and I don't, I don't understand why people do change. But I can. Uh, I think. I, can. I think what you. I think what you're referring to. I. I get it exactly. You see, it's. It's. There are so many groups who think that that they have to have a series on YouTube. Um, that they have to constantly make pilots uh, for different ideas that they come up with. They they think that the paranormal investigation is is about fame. It's about celebrity. It's about oh, I'm making another pilot show next week. Oh, I'm doing this pilot. Oh, I'm filming that. It's it's nonsense. That you know we're all here to investigate the paranormal at the end of the day. Absolutely. The, you know, and, the media and I, thing is just something that you know honestly gets in the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And and I'm not going to you know tell those people to stop doing you know that if that's the way they think they're going to get, you know, up the ladder or on the box or, or what have you. If that's or what they the want box, to, on the ladder. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, if that's what they want to do, fine, you know, that that's their opportunity if they want to do that. But trust me, you know, it is hard work. And you've done TV and you know what it's like behind the camera, in front of the camera, whatever, you know. Yeah. You, 
you, you oh, yeah i know it, it, it is it's actually extremely frustrating because most often and ron knows this because he's just done a documentary with the japanese and oh. mo- more often than not you're faced with a situation where some some bright spark tv researchers straight out of media colleges come up with some crazy idea of an experiment that they want to portray that has got absolutely nothing to do with paranormal research and they throw you in front of the camera to, a, to either try and justify it or make it happen for them, when in reality you wouldn't go within 100 miles of an experiment as daft as they've just come up with. But I do, I do have to say, on the flip side, you know, I get to meet some really interesting people. I get to meet some people that I, you know, I wouldn't even have thought I would ever meet. You know, it's like at the moment I'm involved in a new um, TV programme. It's the early stages, of course. Um, and, and Pilot. <laughs> I think I think this will be more than a pilot, Steve. Um, I'm working with an American producer at the moment, um, and it, 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 we, the whole premise of the show is aiming to do something that has 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 never been done before. Well, I, well, I think it's been done before, but it hasn't ever been successful. Oh, they're going to they're gonna bury uh, Ian in a gonna, coffin again? They're going to remake Most Haunted. No, bury Ian in a coffin again. That's gonna be... <laughs> no, no, no. I think we'll put Ian back in the closet. Um, <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? And I'm going to be getting to work with some really well-respected people, and that is really exciting. You know, take away, you know, um, all, all this kind of glamour business with the show. For me to get to work with these people is just such an opportunity, and this programme you know, fingers crossed down the line, is going to be hopefully successful. And there is a new slant on the program that nobody ever has in their TV program. And that excites me. And, yeah, just watch this space. Excellent, excellent. We've got, we've got, uh, we do have a new series starting here in the UK uh, shortly. And I think American television has picked up on it called The Past Hunters, um, who, oh, are, who yes, are all... Who are also promising, you know, it's never been done before, uh, unique to television. And when you look at the... I haven't seen the show yet. Nobody has. Um, I've seen so, trailers. I've, I've yeah, I've seen the same trailers. I've <laughs> trailers of, of someone in a cocktail dress. <laughs> but, so, um, so it's dress-up paranormal. Uh, well, we don't know yet. As I say, it's it's they're, prom- they're, 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 they're promising. It? They're promising great things. They're promising a slant on the paranormal that's never been done before. Now, I know, I know what you're getting at, Steve. I absolutely know what you're getting at. And <laughs> having seen the trailers, it looks exactly like what's been done before. Oh, did I say that out loud then? Yes, you then did. Again, this, this, I'm going to throw it out here. If 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 I'm standing here or sitting here and saying, you know. That that we're we're bringing something different, a, a, you know, a different slant to a TV program that no one's ever done. Then you mark my words, Steve. You will see that difference. And if people are going to make these claims, mm-hmm. they need to back them up. Hundred well, percent. When it comes out, we'll just have to have you back, and we'll let you know if it's ever been done before. And, and, we, and we will grill you. <laughs> oh, Stephen. <No. laughs> I, I have to ask one intriguing fact and about the show. You have a, an Indian gentleman on the show, and yes. it, it, somehow I never put, you know, ghosts and Indians together. It just didn't you, mesh yeah, in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, Gaurav, we, um, his name's Gaurav Tiwari. Um, Thank you. He, he, well, we call him GT, um, which is a lot easier. <laughs> um, 
you know, he he's the first ever high-profile um, or well-known paranormal investigator in India, because obviously, you know, it's always been sort of frowned upon, or people don't believe, or or you know, it, it, it's not the right thing to do over there. But he's gradually opening people's eyes, and he gets to investigate with a great team that he's put together. You know, he's had tons of TV series in India, like MTV India. Um, he's he's done Bollywood, you know, and he's 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 a reverend as well, I believe. Um, you know, and he, he he's very well, he respected. Paid the same twenty five dollars that I did. Steve, <laughs> hey, I, I, it's perfectly true. Well, in fact, I've upgraded. I paid the extra fifty a year later. I'm now a bishop, but uh, I, well, don't actually, like to, I don't like to brag okay. about that part of it. I think I can out. I, I was going to pay about fifty quid and go for a queen, but I thought, no, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is going right over Ron's head here. It's, yeah, like, it's like the t- the tea party are going to be on the phone any minute now. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, it, it was an interesting place. Uh, Australia is totally different. There's there's so many freaking things out there that can kill you in a second, and that's got nothing to yeah. do with ghosts. Uh, how was that aspect uh, on your mind? Did that that even enter your mind? <laughs> Do you, know, do you know what? Some of the places we went to, um, I didn't even think about it. I'd forgotten everything, you know. It's like I was walking through this abandoned house, which was really, you know, a bit of a health hazard. But I decided, yeah, raise brave, you'll go in. <laughs> I didn't think about, you know, there could be like um, venomous spiders, you know, walking snakes. around. Snakes. Spiders. Or, I, I yeah. didn't, you know, I didn't even think about it. And then I come out and oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I remember Ian had a big spider in his shower, and I think everyone heard him scream. Uh, <laughs> um, and there was um, a snake uh, when we were filming, which is included in in one of the episodes. You see Raylene actually. Um, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, there's a snake, one of these yeah. black snakes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I, can't, I must admit, when I was in the hotel room, I did did keep my um, my shoes and my boots upside down and always kind of bang them before I put them on just in case there was something creepy or hairy in my, in my shoes. What? <laughs> there was an obvious joke there that I'm not going to fall into the trap of No, saying. please don't, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it must be a watershed somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, but not here. <laughs> no. We can get away with this mid-afternoon in the United States. It's so cool. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. nobody's listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think your mum might have plugged into have a listen, but that's, that's if she can get her wind-up iPad to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one thing you did, just returning back to uh, the paranormal again, one thing you did yeah. say, um, you know, I might have sounded a little disingenuous about working in, in inside television, but um, you're absolutely right. You do get the opportunity to meet some incredible people. Um, yeah. You know, in the real world and and inside the paranormal investigation world, but also you get the opportunity to travel and get inside behind the scenes of some incredible locations. I think that's 
one of, I mean, some of my greatest memories are, are not necessarily paranormal related, but they are location related. Um, you know, going behind the scenes at, at famous stately homes and castles, off the tourist track, um, yeah. getting yeah. to meet the family and the people that work and live there, I think are some of my greatest memories. And no, I think, I- you know, television is, has, been, has opened many, many doors uh, for me in that respect. Yeah, I, I can completely understand. And I'm not being ungrateful at all by any means. And, you know, I'm grateful of all the opportunity I've had so far. I'm grateful to, you know, has, have, have been, you know, chosen to travel to Australia. I mean, wow, just just being in Sydney and just being by that iconic bridge and, and seeing the Opera House. You know, I think, God, I wish, you know, my partner could see this. I wish my family could see this. This is just, you know, amazing. You, you kind of forget a little bit about, you know, why you're there. And then you, you, you soak up the atmosphere and, you know, and then it bangs back to reality, back to work. But, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful with the people I meet. You know, I, I try and keep in contact with everyone I can, um, you know, as, as much as you can. Definitely. So while, while you were filming there, what, what was the one thing that impressed you the most uh, about investigating there i mean was it the locations and and i guess also if we're going to go that route is is what was the most uh interesting experience you had there in the paranormal um i i think what impressed me more was was working with this team because you know that there were so many different flavors to the team you've got rob demaris you know who, who who's a great investigator you've got british Ian lawman and we've got the australians and um you know gt from india and and you know we we didn't quite know how it would blend you know it sounds like a recipe really doesn't it but <laughs> we we gelled very well and we worked together very well always had each other's back always listened you know always took great instruction from from rob who said maybe you know try doing it doing it maybe like this you know it just like just say you know um I got an EVP and I could hear something. I would always seek advice because I don't want to bring something to the table, you know, that that we think it, it's going to be, you know, something or nothing. Um, so, no, we, we, we worked really well and I was really impressed. And the locations are, are, are just crazy. You know, we, we spent time in like a, a jail, an abandoned jail. Um, and something that wasn't actually shown in the TV show, that, that there was a, a criminal who actually, um, I, I believe he cut his throat and then he, he didn't actually work and then he jumped off one of the very top landings and, and obviously, you know, killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gaurav um, does hypnotism and I put myself in in the volunteer shoes to, to be hypnotized to see whether hypnotism could make me more psychic to tune into this person but it went terribly wrong unfortunately and yeah it 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 didn't go well Um, i ended up getting really upset um really aggressive storming off um shouting at the producer producer and um unfortunately just bursting into tears um it was good tv (laughs) it would have been good tv but I i think it maybe unlocked something you know like an emotion inside of me Mm-hmm. You have emotions. We all, do. you know, this, co- this well, cold-hearted ice queen does. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say most, most. I, I, I know you don't. That's for sure, Mister. No, that's true. Yeah. No. So, anyways, we got we got to take a break. Train them out of me. Yeah, we got to take a break now. So hold that thought. And anyway, 
So you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with the renowned ghost hunter Steve Parsons and our special guest is Ray Jordan from Haunting Australia and of course I am the most humble Van Helsink. We'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal and wherever else this place is played. Bye. Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Blassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be. With remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased, we'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Mysterious and spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give awards to the Parax family. Greetings and felicitations. I am Ron Collett, New England's own Van Helsing. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the Blonde Bombshell. And we're here at the elegant Benefit Hall, the Downton Abbey of Manos. And we would like to extend a formal invitation to you. To tune in every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. On Toginet, Parax, Ghost Channel, and Planet Paranormal. You can even listen live on your smartphone with your TuneIn app or catch the podcast on iTunes. And now, time for tea. Tea, right. Okay, back to part two of Ghost Chronicles International with our special guest tonight, Ray Jordan, paranormal Hello. investigator, raconteur, and about to get the receiving end of the treatment that you delivered to me on your show. The quick fire <laughs> it's round. never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the quick fire round. One minute. 
It will oh. never happen, Steve Parsons. Not on this earth. <laughs> five questions. I'm going to be generous. Five questions, one word answers. Okay. What? Shush. Five. <laughs> Ray understands. Have you ever screamed? First question. Yes. Favourite movie star? Marilyn Monroe. Can you make a meal using just two ingredients? Yes. Name the most haunted house in Scotland. Ooh. No. <laughs> no. What is Ian Lawman's shoe size? Ah. Um, I think he... If he asked his head size, you know. <laughs> <That's>, oh, dear. <laughs> um, I would say he's about an eight or a nine. Small feet. Conservative Labour, UKIP Green or Plaid Cymru? Um, I will go with Green. Anyway, and back to part two of Ghost Chronicles International. Our special guest tonight is Ray Jordan. Hello. Of haunting Australia fame, <laughs> Paranormal 5 fame, and, well, infamous for most other things, I guess. Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you've got to make a buck or two somewhere, haven't you? <laughs> so, Ray, you used to do that on your show, the five quick answers? or It was ten. Ten? Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was twenty. Oh, God. Oh, was, it, was it ten or was twenty? It, I don't, well, I did it twice, so there was twenty if it was ten. If it I, you're probably four. right. You're probably right. I remember panicking and saying Nicole Kidman, and my wife hit me over the back of the head because she didn't know I fancied <laughs> Nicole Kidman at the time. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, I, I, I used to ask questions like, Steve, if you were a famous... Um, no, Steve, if you were a, a superhero, what superpower, hero power, would you like? Invisibility. And I would always say, I would like... What would I say, Steve? <laughs> I would like the power of a very powerful ring or something like that. Power of <laughs> Ray Skull. Oh, yeah. We, we will be having the tea party phoning up about this show at this rate. Oh, dear. Right. It'll, be like Bal- it'll be like the streets of Baltimore. Oh, don't see, bring that up, will you? See, we can even do topical political jokes tonight. Because mm. we have an election looming, we have to be fair. Uh, under UK broadcasting regulations, because I've already mentioned the Conservatives, the Labour, the UKIP, the Green, Plaid Cymru, I now must also mention the Scottish National Party and the Democratic Unionist Party. Well, I had something come through the door the other day, and it was this um, this chap who's running for the local election. I'm not going to knock him, and it's Lord Arthur Pendragon. <laughs> I'd have voted for him. I think I might. You know, he's um, he's a very well-known kind of spiritual druid. Um, I Yeah, he's been on television. Isn't this the guy that's got a replica of Stonehenge in his back garden in a bungalow in... Yeah, in the back street. You know, yeah, yeah I yes, think you might be right. Uh, yeah. yeah, this Ron, we have this guy over, and we have quite a number over here who do it, but this one guy in particular is uh, uh, Count Arthur Pendragon. Uh, he's built a replica uh, of Stonehenge uh, inside the back garden of his uh, bungalow. I don't know, do you have bungalows in America? Do you know what we're talking about? Uh, bungalow, that's a house with a porch across the front. Uh, well, it's a single-story building. Yeah. Uh, you you would call it a, an outhouse. A what? Well, an outhouse, an outhouse is, a, is a toilet. Outhouse is a toilet. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. I know that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you call it cottage. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, we sort of drifted off the paranormal because, as I said, I did have to, uh, because I'd mentioned several political parties. We don't have any stories um, about haunted outhouses, though, do we? Um, I have to do some research. Well, actually, actually, well, actually, yes. Um, it's it, There's been some research done. Um, on haunted outhouses? That actually... Well, on, on, you said that outhouses are, what did you say toilets. they are in America? They're yeah. toilet, outside toilets. Well, certainly there are, there are, there have been some, some, uh, research. Uh, it's, it's fairly anecdotal, but it does tend to link hauntings with bathrooms and toilets. Yeah, I know. Um, Richard Felix was going to write a book on that. I understand that. But no, uh, outhouses. I've never heard of a haunted outhouse. That's an interesting thought. I'm going to uh, there are, do some heavy there research. Are, one is, there is, there's a, a haunted public lavatory in Devon. There is another haunted lavatory in Blackpool, I understand. Yeah, don't or count. Or, um, well, they are the same place. It's a public toilet. No, yeah, I that mean, seems like a mission for me, Steve. Haunted Cottage. It's a program in itself. I'm not on YouTube. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> they, I, think we, I think we've just explained. Suppose Ray's unique take on the paranormal there. The uh, this new series he's been working with. <laughs> no, uh, trust me, trust me. It, it, this this new series, Steve, will blow every other show. Out of yeah. And you heard you, that here. <laughs> you can have all six of you standing in the uh, haunted outhouse. <laughs> yes, but you, that would you be the fastest actually. show ever. <laughs> I, I think, Ron, you did ask me another question. Sorry, Steve. This is meant to be my interview. All right. Um, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, no, Ron. Ron asked the question about any kind of experiences. Yes, I did. That's right. Um, did he? That's, yeah, he did. You just don't listen, Steve. Very yeah, that's for sure. My um, wife says that. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Um, um, yeah, there's an episode that's airing in America next week, which is, I believe, is episode seven, mm. called North Capunda Hotel. Now, there was a situation that happened in this, this, this building that I have never had happen to me before. I can't explain it, um, but that's all I can say because obviously you're American viewers. If, if any of them do watch the show, I, d I don't really want to you know, spoil it for them, but mm -hmm. next week is a good episode. Okay, I will, episode. I will it's, absolutely watch it myself. Yeah, it was, it was the most watched episode in Australia. Well, what do they got to watch over there anyway? Sorry? We've got neighbors. What do they have to watch over there anyway? Neighbors. Oh, shush. <laughs> uh, what's that one? Whirly Birds? Is Whirly Birds still on over there? Um, although, I was just looking down the episode list. Ray, you're talking about the episodes. Um, you've done some interesting locations, but uh, yeah. I think certainly uh, the one that's capturing my eye is episode eight. <laughs> but oh, I'm going mean, to I'm gonna leave... I'm going to leave that one because the Americans haven't seen seven and eight yet, so I'm not even going to mention the title of episode eight. It would just give the game away. No, would yeah. Would it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Fine. Whatever. It's, but it, it's it's great, it certainly looks. It certainly looks like a great episode. It is. It is. It is. And if the I'm title's anything to go by. <laughs> Nor am I. <laughs> I'll you mention mean Cockatoo the Island. There we go. I'll say it. <laughs> see, you see, you've said it now. Cockatoo Island in Sydney Harbour was the most Ooh. amazing place to, to spend a night yeah, with the team. And basically, we, we were the only people on the island apart from the tour guide. 
um, you know, we had a boat take us over and the boat left and then we were there and that was it, you know, until probably about, what, at seven, eight the next morning until the boat came back. So, Jazz, one, you know. one of my huge ambitions has been to be uh, locked on a, an island on my own for an entire night, but uh, a yeah. particular island in San Francisco Harbour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't next think it'll ever happen. Next time you come over here, I'll lock you on uh, Bitterfoot Pool Island on Wood Island, so you, the Haunted Lighthouse. I'll do that. Wow. There you go. I'll do that. Just make yeah, sure I've got right. plenty of You have of to it. go by boat. The only way you can get in is you know, boat. I mean, you've, you must have done um, a New London Ledge. I mean, everybody did that. The ghost hunters, uh, the Japanese, uh, Most Haunted did it. Uh, no. Where? Where? New London Ledge Lighthouse in uh, Connecticut. No, I haven't done that. Never heard I, of it. Uh, no, I haven't, to be honest. Uh, Mind you, if it was on Most Haunted, that probably explains why I haven't heard of it. Well, excuse me. I actually did it in, in 2007. We won an Emmy with it. So, on you. <laughs> Hang on. Was that the one where the... No. I do remember one episode of Ghost Hunters where they were in a lighthouse messing about. Well, they they did a couple of lighthouses. They did... Uh, uh, anyways, we're talking about Jordan. I don't want to get confused oh, and go off on some of the... Sorry, I said Ghost Hunters messing about. That yes, applies to the entire... Se- all the series, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so, uh, Ray... Um, yeah. We're going Don't back touch to... that ball cock! <laughs> Steve, behave. So, anyways, um, you worked with the psychics, which... So, was that interesting? I mean, they came up with different things. And, and, and you had a couple psychics, so was there any conflict between the two psychics as well? No, I don't think that there there was. If there was, I I certainly didn't know about it. Um, you know, they worked together. Um, they worked separately. You know, we all worked individually. You know, did solo walk rounds or what have you. Um, I think I think they worked very well together. You know, both of them went armed with cameras and dictaphones to see if they could you know just get something. Um, you know, some kind of evidence to bring to the table, whether it was an EVP or something on camera. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there was one episode um, which was called Geelong Jail, which is already aired in the States. Um, and that was a great episode because Ian and myself were on the second floor and we were just hearing all these, you know, strange noises and, and we couldn't work out exactly where they were coming from. And, I mean, it could be, you know, easily explained, I suppose. It could be noise from outside, inside. But it was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Now, in all the episodes, I haven't seen, I've only seen, I believe, one and a half of one, so, and to be honest yeah. with you, but uh, what I did see, I did like. So, anyways, and I will watch next week's because you got me intrigued, and, of course, the last one because of the name of it. Uh, so, anyways, and you, you use Harry Price's, for instance, the one I saw, you, you took uh, powder and you put powder down, you put a trigger object in there, and, and you set it up. Uh, what other types of uh, uh, of uh, methods from Harry did you use in any of the other shows? Well, like I said in the beginning, I, I couldn't, you know, I didn't have as much resources as I, I, I wanted. Uh, that could have been my own fault, you know, not being fully prepared or not being able to get what have you. I mean, in one episode, I, I used, um, you know, I tried to be a bit more modern. I had this weather station I was trying to use. I had... Mm-hmm. Um, these things, and, and Steve, no comment from you, please. These things called tactical balls, um, <laughs> which, which were these like round balls. They were like marbles, 
and and you know they they just seem like marbles. But when you see them on infrared, they glow in the dark. Um, you can't see it with the naked eye. Um, you know, I use things like that, and you know, just just there there was there's more to come. Put it that way, Ron. Um, if we get a second season, which we still don't know at this moment, you know. Um, it's looking unlikely, but we just don't know. We don't know. Really? Um, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, there's, there's more tricks in the bag to come, put it that way. Cool. Better so, tricks. Yeah. There you go. Um, you know, if you need a technical advisor, of course, Steve is available to uh, advise you on everything that Harry don't Harry ever did in his life. I don't Steve think Ray needs any advice from me. Uh, you Ray's a perfectly competent investigator. Well, I'm sure he is, but I mean, I know you, you were reincarnated, Harry Price, so I figured you must. No, that 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 myth was actually started by well, it was actually started by Norrie and Cal, wasn't it? Based on the fact that Harry was bald and was born two days of uh, his birthday's two days separated from mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I, could, I could say, oh, when Steve, you look like Harry Hill. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's been said before as well. Well, there we go. I'm psychic. <laughs> we go. That's that's probably been said before too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, go ahead. I was going to say, bald beard. I, I'm only lacking the eyeliner. I'd be a spit for Ian. Oh. And the tattoos. Don't forget. <laughs> Anyone can get them. Doddle. I've got uh, tattoo. Ian was great to work with again. I know. Ian, I, you, you know Ian and I have worked together yeah, uh, on a I number know. of projects. And Ian is, is actually really good fun to work with and really great he is, guy. He is. And, he's and that's why I don't mind having, well. a, having a bit of fun because I know Ian would would uh, appreciate the, the it is only humour. Oh, I tell you what, Mr. Lawman can certainly dish it out. And, and I people, know. Do you know, know what I mean? You know, <laughs> and people do fire back. He's got great humour. He's got a great work ethic. And yeah. I really enjoyed, you know, spending time with, with Ian in particular, who I've known for a while. Um, you know, just, just, you know, chilling out. on the. I just wonder time. where they dug him up from, you know, to get him on the show. Well, oh, I dug him that up. that castle, remember? That's where oh, yeah, it was Dudley. Yeah, we put him in the coffin. Yeah, that was the one. I knew when they yeah. dug him up from somewhere to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I dug him up at Dudley, and, and I said, "Come on, Lawman, we've got work to do." There you go. So, anyways, yeah. one of one of the things the show that I did see with Ian is that uh, it, it was I forget the name of the show. Of course, it's typical for me, but uh, a caretaker was killed by a tree, and uh, he thought he was to die instantly, and then Ian. Uh, you know, got the impression that he had actually tried to make it to the house and and sure. uh, told a story, which sure. was it was interesting. So, I mean, there was no that, that was it. The homestead, Gladswood homestead. Yeah, yeah, that was a good good show. Yeah. So I enjoyed yeah. that show really. And and yeah. so uh, something like that. He came out of like he just didn't take the normal, uh, you know, thoughts. Okay, the, you know, everybody said they heard the story about the ghost and he died here. The caretaker died here. Blah blah blah. But he actually expanded upon it and said, well, no, he didn't actually die right away. He moved on. So I mean, when Ian comes up with stuff like that, I mean, it, it, you're a, a critical thinker as well, uh, Ray. I mean, do you? Do you kind of investigate that, or, or do you just take it for what it is? Well, I, I think it's important to, to you know, for, for the psychics like Raylene and Ian to, you know, say, you know, give us this information or expand on it rather than 
oh, you know, if someone died here, he died straight away. You know, if, if Ian believes that or, or, or has been informed by, by, you know, someone or something that, you know, he didn't actually die, then, then we, we have to take that into account. We, we take that, you know, seriously. But I, I don't know that there wasn't really any way of us proving that, if you know what I mean. We, we, can't, we can't. We can't. There was no way. Nothing we, we researched, nothing that was brought to us suggested you know, that he died sometime later. Right. Everything says he died there and then. Mm-hmm. So, but we do take on board what Ian says because it's important as part of the investigation process. Right. Now, I want to go back to a little bit about the uh, Indian investigator, and I can't say his name. That's why I just called him. So, yeah, all right, GT. So I, I, I apologize for that anyways. But um, he's a, is he a, a mystic as well? I mean, I mean, on that... He does he use does he use shamanism? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, uses yeah. shaman stuff, and he's very spiritual, and he, you know he he he's very into you know having metaphysical experiences. Um, you know, next week's episode, you will see that side of him more so. Oh, okay, um, and also. Where, uh, you can download the episodes on iTunes and they have uh, um, an extra DVD, an extra download, which mm-hmm. is scenes that were, you, we, you know, weren't shown in or expanded on scenes um, of, of the show. And next week's it, it, it's massively expanded and you get to see um, Garab in all, you know, all his shame and ways. And once again, for our listeners, we're speaking with uh, Ray Jordan uh, from the new series Haunted Australia, and Haunting Australia, excuse me, and okay. uh, it's uh, you can download it on iTunes, so that's good to know. Yeah. So uh, you can't talk about the new series, so I won't mention that. But uh, no, no, I mean, you know, it's going to be again, it's going to be um, an international cast. We're going to be. Um, you know, fingers crossed, filming um, stateside. Um, oh, really? Yeah, there's going to be some great kind of names. Um, everyone's working hard. The, the producer, Kevin, he is, I think, running around, you know, like a crazy man, gathering all these ideas. You know, uh, the cast that have been cast so far, potential cast have been given ideas, you know. So everyone's working mm-hmm. together in unison to, to make this project, you know, flourish. And, and Ron's free. <laughs> Sorry, Ron's free. No, I know Gary. he's too mo- he's too modest to ask you himself, but he's desperate to get back on television after oh, his Japanese so, success. You're so full of it. <laughs> you are. You you were a great star of Japanese television. I was. I absolutely loved. You know. There the, you go. The, you uh, see. The, the, I oh. love the, the dubbing. The dubbing was he can the work, best part. He can work with an international cast. He can use half oh, a chopstick. Ninja Warrior. Was that Ninja Warrior? <laughs> uh, mutant Ninja uh, something. Mutant Ninja something. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's all to do with Fukushima. Yeah. Oh, really? I think see, I, I, yeah, I had to say that properly as well. But you know, it's interesting that you are um, sort of working with with again an international cast because we we seem to have we seem to be importing exporting ideas backwards and forwards from from American groups and 
American television at the moment because obviously over here at the moment Ghost Adventures is having a great influence on the way that paranormal teams are starting to investigate in that they're all dressing in black and now rushing at ghosts and screaming at them um, <laughs> and Sorry locking doors <laughs> yeah whereas previously they just used to go into haunted houses and fix the, fix the plumbing but do you know what, Steve? Do you know what? That's what I'm so proud about Haunting Australia. You know, you've got the investigation side. You've got all of us bringing, you know, talking about the evidence that we feel we've caught, you know, leaving it up to the public to make their own mind up. You've got really great reenactments of, of um, situations. You know, history comes out. And I'm really proud of what we've done. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I've got to be honest, I was reading some of the comments, Ray, and the, the cast come out really well, but the narrator it doesn't seem to be doing terribly well. Um, oh, you know, I know, of, the poor narrator. I mean, he's, 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 he's getting a ha- hammering on the sci-fi forums, that narrator. I, he's got to go. I know, I know. Yeah. And, and Word the to the producer there. <laughs> he's, he's, he's certainly got a hammering. He really has. And we've aired in 25 countries so far, so I don't think he's got a fan club, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's maybe. Well, maybe. You know, as I say, maybe, maybe they could dub him. Ron, can you uh, can you can you do an Australian accent? I can't even speak English. Never mind Australian. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, to, to be honest, the, the show um, we aired over here last year, and we kind of came in and we left again very quickly. Even though we played all eight episodes, mm. um, we were we were moved. Unfortunately, our time slot was about nine o'clock, um, and we got bumped to midnight unfortunately so to be honest we missed the prime time slot a lot of people missed the show but you know that's tv for you yeah it is yeah but uh anyways that's so you what else are you doing besides your tv you got any uh local events or anything that's coming up yeah i'm going to be doing some some events soon um some some kind of ghost evenings coming up soon. I'm um, possibly going to Ireland as well later on in the year. Um, I'm really? doing whereabouts? Yeah, sorry, whereabouts? My second home over there. Well, I will let you know. Oh, we right. should jo- we I should join up because yeah. you've got to go past me to get there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steve Steve's pimping himself again. No, Steve's yeah. just saying, you know, I, I get to Ireland a lot, maybe. There is this opportunity. We can actually get to work together, as you said earlier, Ron. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so if anybody wants to find more information about you, uh, Ray, and uh, what you're up to, where can they go? Um, I can, you know, I'm normally found hanging out uh, around Twitter, to be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steve and um, I'm hanging around Twitter or Facebook <laughs> or behind my website. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you said last time you were asked now now <laughs> um, but yeah I'm, I'm also going to be filming a movie towards the end of the year hopefully as well fingers crossed oh excellent Yeah. It's about, is it about how uh, the Americans kicked the uh, British out of the states is that the one no not that uh, one not this the time Patriots or something it, no the film's called The Middleman and I've been cast in a small role um and it's all about kind of like the London underground movement and, you know, the, the bosses. And um, it's a gritty, gritty drama, and it's based on a real-life story. So um, fingers crossed for that one. Well, we wish you to luck with that one. But uh, I, I was getting at your website, uh, Ray. That's what I was really kind of like hinting at. You do have oh, a website. website. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Doorbell, pizza from the dead's here, so we got to wrap it up. So your website. You're going to have to warn the guests about that. Yeah. Yeah, my website is www.rayjordan.com. And that's with an E, not a uh, anything else. It is not. It's R A Y J O R D E N. Steve, I tell you what, I'm going to get you back twofold for this. Oh, please. <laughs> well, you you had two head starts on me because I did I did your show twice before uh, I got you onto here. Oh, that's right. You've done me twice. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so Ray, Ray, I, I do want to apologize for uh, Steve. Uh, you know, and it's his uh, his. Uh, yeah, my, my, tonight was purely revenge uh, driven. Sorry, Ray, yeah, yeah. but it's been good fun. No, absolutely. I can take anything you throw at me, Steve. You know, you've always got a good heart. You've always got a good humor. And, you know, I, I love talking to you. You, know that. you almost time. sounded like you meant that, then. Almost. I've got my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you have been listening to Ghost Chronicles International right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal. Where else, Steve? Crackle Radio. Radio, Radio Crackle. iTunes. Radio Crackle iTunes, not iTunes, and the Ghost Box, and, uh, and the other one. Oh, and no, there's a new one. Um, oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember it, but we, yeah, Good we're job. on a new one now. I'll remember. I'll remember it for next week. Yeah, why don't you to let me know when we're on new ones? That would be a big help. Just saying. <laughs> well, it's only because you never answer your Facebook messages. So, uh, okay, time to say goodbye. <laughs> so, thank you, Ray. He's gone. I think he has. Okay. Oh, well, that's a shame. We can't thank him. I guess we can. All, All right. right. Well, Ray, Ray, if you're listening to the iTunes podcast, thanks a lot. Good night and God bless. <laughs> that went wrong. Have we finished? Have we finished? In that case. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.